Hey everyone, welcome to episode 33 of 15 with Andy, Randy, and Jeff. Uh, this was actually a little bit different week than normal. Uh, we were supposed to be here on Monday and now it's Tuesday, but it, it started off with a Monday, which was also Martin Luther King Jr. Day. And I thought it'd be kind of crazy to start a podcast on generosity without mentioning um, his name and there were so many ways to be inspired by his legacy, but perhaps given this generosity closer look, maybe we should look at his life through that lens. And it was a life that was not lived perfectly, but lived through examples of peace and positivity through trials, amazing trials, absolute relentlessness and striving for justice at all turns. All was given at a great personal cost, but with world-sized impact, and it was done very, very generously. So I uh, just wanted to um, just kind of put that out there before we got started. And as always, we're going to extend the invitation to check out last week's podcast, which was The Heart of Generosity, where we decided that talk is cheap and we can believe all the right things, but it is the walk of faith that moves generous talk to generous giving. Absolute fantastic message, and if you haven't heard it, might even be a good time to go and listen to that now before you get started here. Check out last week and any of the previous 33 episodes in the archives. You can do that by going to hospitalchurch.org slash podcast, and you can find us on iTunes, and you can find us in our new Florida Hospital Church mobile app. Just go to the Google Play Store or the Apple App Store and search for Hospital Church. Don't stop at hospital because it will be confused. Get the C and the H of church in there and it should populate your search and give you what you're looking for. And you can listen to the newest episode of the podcast each week as well as amazing amounts of other information. And if you'd like to send us your thoughts on this or other subjects, you can text us 407-965-1607 or podcast at hospitalchurch.org if you are an emailer. So the generosity rule based off of 2 Corinthians 8, 11, and 12, give whatever you can according to what you have. If you are really eager to give, it isn't important how much you're able to give. God wants you to give what you have, not what you don't have. That was... Now, again, that was – I mean, I've heard that verse before, but I've never heard it unpacked exactly the way that you did. And then uh, this was a message by Andy. And the illustration that you did – now, if, if there's ever a reason to go back and watch one of the, one of the messages uh, we base these podcasts off, this is the one. Because uh, the illustration you did with Alexis, who raised her hand, came up front. And it was setting up – it really drove home the point of who was being generous and who received the generosity. And the fact that when her, her brother stayed on by to see if there might be a little bit more left in Andy's pocket uh, to give out was uh, – and, and that's when it struck me that when we receive God's generosity as Alexis did, others take notice, as did her brother. And For we want to know how and why. For those that didn't see the this, this uh, service – Andy, give him a really quick synopsis. Yeah, I just asked if anybody, I need somebody to help me with um, an illustration and if they could use an extra 30 or 40 bucks. And uh, no one came at first, and finally Alexis at first service, uh, <laughs> young girl, probably nine years old, eight or nine years old, and she comes all the way from the back, comes up, and uh, just to skew the button, and, and uh, I counted out $45, $50 in her hands, and then told her, I told her beforehand I would want like 10% of that back. And uh, so when I... And I said, okay, so I've, now I'd like to have mine back. And I said, how much is 10% of this? And 
she sort of gave me this look, and I went, I whispered to her five dollars, <laughs> and she handed me back a five. And then I asked her who was generous. You know, was it, was it me or her? And she was clear that I was the one being generous. And just just to illustrate that when God gives us something, it's his. He's the generous one. And when He asks back for ten percent, as he calls it His, that we're we're not being real generous when we return something that's not ours. <laughs> <laughs> Well, and it had a it had a um, it had a a, a really good impact, um, just in, in in that visual. But what an opportunity, though, just as a witness. I think you, when someone's being generous, people take notice, mm-hmm. even if it's just a simple. I mean, everyone knew somehow what the ruse would be in this, right? Everyone knew that there would be some kind of a giving of money because it was right out there, but. You know, everyone enjoyed it. Everyone, you find yourself feeling good about it when you see somebody else being generous. Well, some were envious that they had not come soon. <laughs> like, oh, if only I'd raised my hand. But sometimes that's not enough to make us go, man, maybe we should be the generous one and do that for somebody mm-hmm. else. Well, it is It is interesting. While I was watching, I was thinking there's a lot of people who, first of all, don't believe right. this is actually going to happen. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, they, it, the cost is too high for me to go up there and risk it, risk it, <laughs> which, which I think, first of all, has, you know, has a lot to say in itself. There's a lesson in that as well from the standpoint. And, but the other side of it is that this was, we have to realize that all of what we have is given to us by God mm-hmm. and it's all still his, even though we get a chance to manage it and, um, and, and actually, there was an interesting. I was reading um, Tony Campolo's book, "Who Changed the Price Tags," mm. and um, he gives mentioned that um, the ten percent was given back so that everybody could have a party, which was yeah. well, actually in Deuteronomy fourteen. Deut- yeah. you, you do that. Is you, you yeah. uh, it's a little, little different model than we're used to. A little different, <laughs> a little different. But it was the idea of being able to pr- uh, to provide for those that were. We're holding the worship services in the sanctuary there, and the wilderness sanctuary. Well, I thought I think one of the most one of the really important things in this generosity rule is the whole idea that you you give from what you have, mm-hmm. and so right. oftentimes we we um, we want people to give according to some way we divide up a formula or something, but really it has to we have to take each individual case into consideration and say okay with, from from what you have how right. much can you give. Um, yeah, and as I was looking at that, I'm thinking there is there is a suspicion that's out there by people who look upon TV evangelists oh, yeah. and um, always wants their money. Uh, yeah, and <laughs> and none of this is taken into account. It's like we need this, you need to give it, and and I think that rule is is kind of a, a good check for both sides, actually. Yeah. But is that why that we've seen in, you know, maybe over the last decade, the rise of the prosperity gospel, yeah, uh, yeah sure. prosperity gospel in, mm-hmm. in huge numbers that it's like, okay, well, I'll buy into that then. Fine. If I'm supposed to be sure. this, I got to, you know, I'm going to give and then I'm going to get so much more back. Well, generosity in its truest sense is never a transactional generosity or it's not really generosity. Right. If I'm giving, if I'm giving so that I'll get a blessing or I'll get something, then I'm really just doing a transaction. Mm-hmm. I, I, I right. put this in expecting to get this back out. Whereas in rural generosity, the whole idea is I'm a generous person. I want to live a generous life, and therefore I'm just generous. And what comes back to me becomes way 
off the, off the radar kind of. Thing. So when, at what point does it not become a transaction? I think it's a hard issue because – Because it is true. I mean there are blessings that come. Well, from, I know lots of people who have tithed over the years because, oh, my lands. God says if I tithe, he'll open the windows of exactly. heaven and pour me yeah. out a blessing so I can't receive it. Well, I, I, I truly believe that at, in its best sense that when we were training God his tithe, uh, the 10% of our increase – that is something that it, we we do not because we get a blessing back, but because he simply says that's not that's not yours. Mm-hmm. Uh, we, we return it. The blessings are additional benefits, kind of thing. I had I had someone after service talk to me about how that the whole idea of giving ten percent is really a, a blessing in itself because people who do that it causes a, an economic discipline in their life that ends up. Helping them prosper, yeah. That's, you know, it's just from a simply crass human, right? Uh, Pure budgeting, way. yeah. And uh, of course, you know, also within our denomination, I think they pay the pastors monthly. And I think it, you know, it, some months that's that was sort of a challenge <laughs> at some points in our life. But but the reality is, is it forces budgeting, and so that it's, it's, in the end, it, it becomes a blessing. Uh, you have to plan ahead. Well, I think the way you said it maybe was the most concise and easy way maybe to digest it, particularly if someone is like you're talking about. Maybe they've heard the prosperity gospel, or you know, we're expecting that transactional thing to happen. You said when we return to God, 10% of our increase, we haven't yet been generous with anybody. So let's not assume that being a tither means we're a great generous person. We're just not a thief. <laughs> so like, you know, right. this is this is square one. And I, I, I just, I mean, and again, this isn't something that maybe a lot of us don't know, but that to me put it in a different perspective that we shouldn't confuse returning what is in ours to begin with, with, with a generous act. Well, that's, that was really important to make that point for me from the, from the text, because the text says that the generosity rule is to give from what you have. And so I think a lot of times when we think about giving, we, we pull that 10% into our giving side, and yeah. that's not part of our giving. That's simply not stealing. Right. And now, now, from what I've got left, how do I manage that? Do I want to make some gifts? And even way back in the Old Testament times, all the, all the offerings, all the gifts, um, were not, that was not part of the 10%. They were doing, they'd bring a lamb for this or a goat right. for that or whatever. Well, and from a purely financial bill paying, you know, the thing everyone hates to do, right? <laughs> Nobody likes to pay bills. I, I get where the disconnect comes from in the pain of the 10%. Mm. Because it often seems like, you know, matter, like you said, if I only had a little bit more, we've talked about that in recent weeks, well, then I would do X, Y, and Z. But it often seems like there's never enough, no matter what, to do everything that either needs to be done, and that's without letting alone the the wishes that could be done. So starting at an extra negative before the first bill is even paid, that can be difficult for people to swallow Mm -hmm. or even begin that journey to become a tither or a giver. So for me, I was just thinking about it, and a while back, it, it kind of – I don't know why, but it just me, seemed to make sense. Um, I don't do that at the same time I pay bills. Oh, that's nice. So go do it at a different hmm. time. Do it from you know, do it from your phone. You know, now with the church app, you can give, you can text to give. It's super easy. But don't do it on bill paying day. Like if you do the bills twice a month, kind of like I end up doing. You got nice. stuff due on the first and in the middle. Don't don't do your ten. Or your 15 or your extra giving, whatever. Don't do that, especially the 10, though. Don't do that the same time you do bills because it's just – then it's a bill. And then it is money out the door that you're – I think that we – 
put in the same bucket of ilk. Yeah. Like, oh, it's Bill Payne. Yeah. I guess Jesus gets his too. Yeah. <laughs> well, I think that's good. I think you're, what you're doing is you're, you're, you're isolating goals because yeah. financial goals and, and you know, how you deal with your, the, the measure of what you have and where you're going to do and how you're going to divvy that out and budget that that's different than the goal of being a generous person. Right. Because um, I, if I want to be a generous person, we talked about this last week. Uh, I I that I, I look at that differently than my monetary income. I don't look at it from the standpoint of huh, more holistic. Yeah I, yeah, I see it in a different level. And so, yeah, that all of a sudden that translates into financial uh, issues and financial my financial things that I have, but also translates into other things. But at too. the end of this political season, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> being a generous person non monetarily yeah. with, with each other, you yeah, know, to, to see things exactly. maybe very different politically. How do how do we be generous with each other uh, when we have different theological debates? How do we how are we generous towards one another mm-hmm. ideologically as well? Well, and that was just something that didn't seem that. I don't know. It didn't seem that important, but yet I found myself making it easier. So wherever that go, that money goes out to for supporting a different one, two, or three, whatever you're doing with it, it just seemed like a different give even because it was like, well, this is God's and this is going back and, and that's happening. And then it's like – and then and then it's bill pay time. And I know it's just semantics, but mm-hmm. if it's for – you know, if you're like me, maybe that's something that helps get you on the <laughs> – and then if you can just get regular about it so it's not like, wow, that's a – bunch i'm behind <laughs> then it gets to be really painful but um i wanted to go back to something we talked about last week when when we defined it you know if it was appropriate to give more importance to the time talent and treasure argument um or if there was such thing giving proportionally from what we have would seemingly indicate that maybe god wants what we have the most of or what we have the ability to give the most of whether it is one of those three, hmm. is that accurate? Interesting. interesting. I, I had not thought of that. That's, I don't know. Really that was just a question that after I thought about it, it, it brought me back to that thinking then, well, what do we have? I mean, maybe I don't have peanuts for money, but you know, I could be unemployed and I have a lot of extra time I right. could give. And maybe that in the season is the most important. And it will probably be varied from season to season. You got two yeah. or three kids in school and you know, <laughs> you know, those are different seasons than when you're, when you don't right. um, as well. And I thought it was interesting. You you'd put up a graphic. I think it was towards the end about that. If you live in Orlando, the median income is approximately fifty three thousand, and that puts you in like the top point two two six percent of the world's richest people. That's insane to think about. It is insane to think. But we'll think about ten percent of the people in the world own a car. Yeah. No. Right. That was the other one. That's that's even. <laughs> that was that was pretty interesting. But I think that but. You, Giving of what you have, that that does seem to relieve some of the pressure that I think a lot of people mm-hmm. feel came to um, – that maybe in the past have gone like, man, that's the way – you know, like the rich young ruler. Sure. That we have we have that story and then we have the, 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 the widow that gave all she had. And you're like, well, how are you going to live up to that? <laughs> you know, that's, that's a pretty high bar. And then the other – well, of course, he didn't or yeah. we don't know, right. I guess, uh, for sure about that. But I also liked you, – you kind of finished out with don't be the generosity martyr. Yeah, I, that was that was a sort of a new thing to me that I had not caught in the scripture before. Yeah, me don't neither. overdo it. Yeah, uh, that you are supposed to you are supposed to give until it hurts. You're supposed to give from your from your plenty to help others, but don't bring pain to your family by because you're giving it away. Right. Um, one sorry, of, we couldn't pay them yeah, rent one, this month. One of the things that came up as a result of this, uh, somebody came up to me afterwards and talked to me about. <laughs> 
that he was wrong. No, <laughs> <laughs> no they didn't say he was, you were wrong. They were just saying there's some complications, especially when you're married to a, somebody who doesn't believe oh, in yes. what you're giving to. Mm, right. Mm-hmm. And how can I be a generous person when the person who actually controls my income, in a sense, is not a generous right. person? And I said, well, you remember what he said in terms of this is what you have and what right. you have. You're not responsible for what somebody else has. Well, hopefully in, in every couple's relationship, they'll obey what I tell them, premarital counseling. <laughs> 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 that you ought to have some mad money even within yeah. your budget. Yeah, yeah. and so, she does. Yeah, and that way, that yeah. way within, that, within that framework, she can practice generosity within that, even though she may not be able to practice as large as she would if she was in control of the whole thing. Yeah. That, that partnering is a big piece. But balance is really what we're talking about again, just as far as just like anything else in, in the Bible. And and I think that when you add those couple of things together that just were, you know, things we've heard before, but maybe in a different way that hopefully sheds a little light and hope that that is something that uh, would uh, engage us all to be a little bit more generous uh, this year. But as we begin to wrap it up, um, I wanted to leave you with um, – just a couple of things that I just kind of stood out to me that in this process really we're creating a sense of sharing and to share from abundance, not the lack of, and to not put a burden of guilt on ourselves when, boy, you know, so-and-so gave this much and I could only give this much. God knows what you're giving and where you're giving it from. And that's, that's a, a huge piece of the puzzle that we have to look at each of these with. And we take that step first by giving back to God what isn't ours. So start there. <laughs> And avoiding just, you know, the thievery and the denial of really who has everything for us. I think that's part of the connection that has to be that we have to know that it all comes from God. And that makes that easier. And then just beginning to realize that, you know, there is going to be some sacrifice involved in times to be generous. And that's okay. We, uh, we, we're going to get another paycheck next week for most of us. And couple that with it, we're not being called to be the generosity martyrs, but just sharing and giving from abundance. And that should put us at ease and allow us to be creative, cheerful, give from a good place, and then search out individuals and causes that we can support and impact. That's sometimes what it takes to get us rolling is finding yeah. something we – that touches our hearts, like from the inside out, what Krizia right. had, the video right. at the end, mm-hmm. a lot of good places that we can be involved. So, um, and if you have some generosity stories or some tips that might help uh, anyone listening be a little bit more generous uh, or give them a hint on how to get started even maybe or refine what they're already doing, send us a text 407-965-1607 or uh, podcast at hospitalchurch.org. So upcoming this week, a church here, local 930 and 12 at the Hospital Church, online at hospitalchurch.org. Uh, Bible studies across campus, 1045. What's upcoming this week? Uh, generosity follow-through. Generosity follow-through. Because in this, in this whole story, uh, the Corinthians started this giving thing, and Paul's calling them to follow through to completion. Ooh. So. A lot of us have good, generous ideas, and then sometimes... So actually, action. Actionable. Draw the line in the sand and take a step over. I think it'll be an encouraging sermon. (laughs) Excellent. So uh, you won't want to miss that, so join us this upcoming Saturday. So until we get there, and next week, episode 34, this is Randy for Andy and Jeff and Tom saying thanks for joining us, and we'll see you then.